Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. All right, we are live. We are live. Let's give it a second here. Let's look at the old box score. Oh, yeah, let me tweet the, tweet the old link. Hello, Arliss. All right, people are, oh, wow, there's some people here. Okay, let's get it going then. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Uh, welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Post Game Live, or no, that's that's someone else's show, Post Game Live. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Facebook Live Post Game. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of Fun and Games for the evening. Well, that was a great first period, huh? Oof. I mean, as soon as um, as soon as I'm ready to commend Dave Hackstall a little bit um, for some from for some decent decisions uh, over the past uh, couple of days in terms of uh, moving up moving Nolan Patrick into that 2C spot, putting uh, putting Voracek and Simmons together, uh, putting them with him, doing something a little different there. Haven't seen Voracek and Simmons uh, together much, really, in their, uh, in their tenure outside of a short stint um, flanking Giroux, I believe. That was really it, um, other than on the power play. So I thought, yeah, good coaching decision. All right, there we go. Boom. Uh, top six forwards are, are good groups now. You know, Nolan Patrick's really been coming into his own, and uh, good for you know, uh, good for those uh, good for those lines coming together. Good for the coach for recognizing. All right, he might be he might be a rookie, might be nineteen, but he's really really showed signs of improvement lately, and uh, we're gonna go with him because he's been our our you know, second most effective center. So he's our two C now, and we're gonna give him the firepower to make things happen. And what happens? Uh, goal right off the bat, uh, sweet backhand move. We've seen a little bit of that backhand, just his ability to uh, execute and elevate that backhand. But just to uh, to pull, to accept the pass, pull off the move, and beat Hope be the way he did. Uh, absolutely outstanding. Things are good. Uh, Konechny, you know, gets that uh, gets that open net a little bit later, thanks to uh, thanks to Couturier driving the net and. Um, Boom, two nothing. Everything's good, and you see the the top end skill that the Flyers have on display. And then the rest of the game happens, and you see the real issues with this team. Um, and it's hard to balance them out, especially on the road when uh, when the other team can dictate the matchups. Uh, man, Philpola just ineffective tonight. Just uh, the bottom six is um, the bottom six is really really struggling. Uh, what was it? I think wheel, Philpola, Raffle. Yeah, just no good. And then, um, honestly, I thought Lawton, uh, Lawton, Goldborn, and Laterra weren't terrible uh, at five on five. And then you look at the penalty kill, abysmal again. Um, you know, you, you come into this game and you think the penalty kill is going to be the real, uh, the real place Washington can exploit you. You know, they have that historically strong power play uh, with Ovechkin and those playmakers, and the Flyers have a terrible penalty kill, and you just, you see it. Uh, it was it was just awful. Um, and then you look at the bottom four uh, defense pairings, and Jesus, I mean, they have nothing uh, behind Provorov, Gostaspair, and this is the question, we've run into repeatedly is the um is the advantage of a Provorov Gostas Bear pair worth having, you know, your second and third pairs um be as ineffective as they are. And my God, uh, Brandon Manning had uh, he's played some bad games recently and I, I don't 
I don't hate Brandon Manning as a seven. You throw him in 30 games, you know, 40 games a season for injuries or bad guys are bagged up. Someone needs a night off, um, whatever. But as a staple in your lineup, the warts just show and they show there there's a bigger spotlight on him every single night. Uh, one, um, because we all know who he's playing over. They chose to send Travis Sanheim down and keep Brandon Manning in the lineup. Um, so they're, we're looking for it, you know? And it's just a guy who isn't an everyday player playing every day. You get exposed, and that's what's happening to Brandon Manning right now. It's, oh, my God, I almost felt bad for him tonight. It was it was ugly, but it wasn't just him. He had some glaring mistakes, but it was the entire bottom four. Um, you know, they're all on that penalty kill, and they were all, uh, they were all really bad. Um, just no show. Uh, no show for Haig tonight as well. I thought uh, just the depth on this team remains an issue. Um, you see the top end talent; it's on display in the first period. Flies, Flyers are um, just straight up out, out, out playing Washington for the first twenty minutes. Their speed and skill on display. The um, the size and ability to uh, get the cycle going for that second line. Absolutely outstanding. The skill of the first line, you see it uh, right away. And then it just, um, you know, the depth takes over. And on the road, it's going to be especially glaring because Barry Trotz can uh, can dictate the matchups. And he can wait to see, okay, Philpel is out there, Manning's out there. We're going to get the Ovechkin line out there. And uh, it, that's just what's going to happen. And uh, that's why they lost tonight. I will say they didn't get help from the officials. Uh, the officials called an inconsistent game. Some of their uh, some of their decisions were a bit maddening. Um, there we go. Some of their decisions were a bit maddening, but uh, uh, the Flyers lost because they lack depth in the uh, in the second and third D pairs and in their third and fourth lines. That's that was the story of tonight's game to me. That's really you know all I have. So let's turn it over to you guys. See what you got. I think of a lot. Of, I think a lot of it was our goaltending. Five goals on twenty shots. Bad angle goals. Looked like Noivy was hiding in his own net. Yeah, Noivert wasn't good tonight, but um, just the guys in front of him played like shit. So uh, yeah, there's a couple goals on him, and you look at the final score. They lose by two. Okay, but the way they played, especially in that second period, you're not going to win. Um, and the Flyers just needed to take advantage of more of their opportunities. It looked like you had Holtby uh, on the ropes a little early, and uh, you kind of let him off the hook there. Um, I I can never just blame the goalie because honestly, I hate goalies, so I I, I never want to give them credit or blame. You know, I just play well in front of them, and they just did not at all tonight. Um, yeah, Neuver was bad though, absolutely, and that's the. That's the issue with backup goaltenders is we see it with Neuvert all the time. There's a good Neuvert and there's a bad Neuvert. And um, when you ride your starter for a month and a half and then, oh, look, he's hurt. Okay, now we got to go with the guy who we know is a backup. He can't start every night. That's why he's a backup. Okay, well, we're going to get bad Neuvert some nights, and that's what we got tonight. Flyers came out flying in the third, but then ref called a brutal penalty on Patrick. Uh, Wilson holding Patrick's stick ruined the rest of the game. Uh, yeah, that was a brutal call, um, especially after the exact same thing happened to Jordan Wheel, but Jordan Wheel just didn't dive like Wilson did. But you just have to overcome stuff and kill a penalty every now and then. Like this, what was the, what did we do tonight? What, how was the, uh, yeah, you, you allow two power play goals on three opportunities. I, kill a penalty. Like, again, bad call, but overcome adversity every now and then. Kill a penalty. 
Hack has to make some changes soon after dropping the last two, right? Uh, what do you see coming down the pike? I mean, that was what we kept thinking when Sandheim was here. Manning would have a bad game where they'd lose, and we'd be like, okay, now they can make a change. You know, Manning was glaringly bad, or they've lost, and, you know, he's not going to change up the lineup after a win. So, okay, they lost, We can, and he still couldn't get Sandheim in. Now Sandheim is in Lehigh Valley, and I can't imagine they're just going to bounce him right back up. Um, they're still on their all-star break so who knows uh, I think they get back to action on Friday if I'm not mistaken um, I, maybe they make some changes uh, I gotta get Taylor Lear back into this lineup uh, I know I've been kind of eh on Taylor Lear here and on Twitter but um, for me right now what you have to do with the lines as they're as they're currently built is um I, with the roster as it currently is, because I'm not counting on any sort of call-ups. Um, I think you got to reunite Lear, Lawton, and Raffle and use them as the third line and uh, interject Wheel in there. Uh, kind of like maybe not go back and forth between him and Lear because I don't like I don't like that. But um, I mean, if you've shown a willingness to only use Goldborn a couple minutes a night, that means you can only – that means go ahead and use Philpla and Laterra only a couple minutes a night if your top three lines could be effective. And I think they would be uh, with that sort of construction. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. But if it were up to me, yeah, Limblom and Sandheim would be up here right now, both playing, uh, you know, above bottom pair fourth-line minutes. Uh, Lindblom would be third line left wing and Sanheim would be on my second pair with Radko Gudis. That's what I'd be doing right now, but I'm trying to look at what kind of changes he's going to make because I just don't uh, see any call-ups coming. And I think Taylor Lear, how could the bottom six get any worse? That's <laughs> Put him in there. At least that one line was effective at points this year. We now see Philpola is completely ineffective. Use him as your fourth C now. There's no, uh, there's no, there's no other way around it. He just isn't as good as Lawton. Reunite the honeybees and use them as your third line. Try to get Wheel out there for a little bit of extra offense, and then just kind of use Philpola and Laterra as sparingly as you can. Laterra, Goldborn, Manning, McDonald on the ice for, uh, for both quick goals. Smart move. Now it was glaringly obvious who the problems were for the Flyers tonight. It was the bottom of their roster. It was awful. Why is Lear not playing? I, the coach has this idea of, I I don't even know how, I, I can't explain it. I don't know because he thinks Laterra is a good penalty killer, which I guess in a different grouping, maybe he'd be a little more effective. Like if he's out there with, with Philpola and, and Haig and McDonald, it's, Hard to tell who the like. I, no one, I, you know, who would maybe Marion Hosa would be able to make that group better. Uh, but I, it's it's a it's a great question. Why why isn't Lear playing? I don't know. Um, he's got Hackstall has this idea of everybody playing some sort of role, and uh, they don't seem capable of it. Um, this team's going to get by on its front end skill. I just think you could really shore up the, the bottom of the lineup a little better. Please tell me this isn't the start of the after all-star break debacle. Uh, we'll see. I mean, every time I've started to be like, oh, this team's starting to show some cracks, they've come out and uh, and won the uh, basically the next night. Uh, this was their first game in a couple days. They came out well, and uh, it just uh, the bottom of the roster let them down. They come out tomorrow and win in Jersey. Uh, I mean, we're right back to saying, oh, look, they're – what what would that be? Seventeen seven and one since the losing streak. So that's still that's still pretty good. And you're right in the thick of things for a uh, for a playoff race here. I'm my mind is still on this is a team making a playoff race. I just think they could really shore some things up at the bottom of the roster. The problem is you can't have that much young talent waiting to get into the bottom pairing. Sanheim deserves the chance to show he can elevate the bottom pairings. Yeah, I, I, it's not even bottom. I, I, I think Sanheim should be on the second pairing with Radko Gudis. I think that was an effective pairing for a lot of this season. 
Manning makes McDonald look better than competent. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, if it was, if I had to choose who I want as my sixth defenseman, it's, it's, it's McDonald over Manning every single time. And, you know, that's, that's what Brandon Manning is. Not, he's a, if this team wanted to use him as a seven and he played every now and then, I wouldn't hate it. But now that he's a lineup staple, I just, I, I, I've never had an issue with Brandon Manning. I've always thought he is what he is. He's a gritty seven who you can throw in there. He'll drop the gloves. He'll do whatever, you know, as a, as a replacement defenseman, there aren't many better, you know, look at most of the seventh, sixth, seventh defensemen in this league. They're not, you know, they're not challenging for top pair minutes anytime soon, but Manning is just continually hurting them at this point. He just doesn't belong in there. Other teams lick their chops when Gudis and Manning jump onto the ice. Yeah, that pairing. Uh, when you see that breakaway tonight, it's not even just that they're like Manning is is it's something with that pairing. They just have no chemistry, like no communication. Like if Manning has Gudis in his vision and sees him on the left side, it doesn't matter how badly he wants to play the left side. He needs to drop back and he needs to drop over to the right. And it can't be once he sees someone breaking free. Because if Brandon Manning is even with somebody, he's going to get beat. You have to get yourself in position not to get beat uh, in that situation. And it was too late. Like, they just need to communicate or just have a better feel for each other. I don't know. what It, it goes beyond, oh, Manning just isn't good. Like, it's it's more than that. It's like, why aren't you communicating out there? Why don't you have better chemistry? You've been playing together a couple games now. Why don't you know to drop down when you see your partner in that? It's inexplainable. I don't know how you can look at Jake Voracek's puck handling this year and say it's been a joke all year long. He leads the league in assists. <laughs> I Okay. His job is to carry the puck in the offensive zone. That is very difficult. Okay, so sometimes it's going to be a turnover. But since he leads the league in assists and is a very good player, like, I, I, I don't see how – oh, well, he I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I. Spot on about the depth. Do you see quality bottom six forwards and two Ds, uh, two Ds free agents being attracted with the young up-and-coming talent? The team has accumulated. I think it's just a waiting game. I think the Flyers are dressing placeholders um, for guys who are going to come here. That's uh, for guys who are going to be here eventually. And you're seeing, you know, Nolan Patrick overtook Valtteri Filppula. Valtteri Filppula not going to be here next year. So we're just guys are moving up. Connect me jumps up into that first line spot. Provorov is a first pair defenseman. Like it's just a waiting game for when these guys are going to be here. Um, you know, Morgan Frost, I think, had a goal and two assists tonight. Last I checked, the game wasn't over. You know, if he's your 3C next year, you know, you're not going to need to sign a free agent. If he and Lawton are your bottom two centers, you'll be fine. Fire in LaPerriere. Not sure why he is still employed. Yeah, I, that's a... And that's a mystery to everybody. The penalty kill has been awful his whole tenure. If Manning is still on the team next year, does he continue to get this kind of ice time? Um, man, that's the thing is I everyone's, oh, I'll freak out if they re-sign him. I, I won't if they use him the way he's supposed to be used, which is as a seven. Um, but... Uh, you just can't if uh, that's one of the things like Hextall's going to have to look at if he's going to be getting ice time over Travis and I mean, it's got to be like Chris Vandevelde. You just got to take the toy away from Dave Hextall. Limblom or Vecchioni need to be brought up. Yeah, um, I want Limblom up badly, but I really think they need a fourth center. That's the that's the issue. I would like to see Vecchioni up. I don't know how close he is. Um, I just really think they need another center, but I don't see Filppula coming out of this lineup anytime soon. We should try and pick up Evander Kane with the absence of Braden Shen. We could use Kane if we make the playoffs. Ah, eh, no thanks. 
I don't want Kane here with the young kids. Uh, he's an asshole. I just don't like him. Um, eh, eh. I would rather just bring up Oscar Lindblom. You know, bring up Oscar Lindblom instead of going out and giving something up for Evander Kane. Like a lot of teams are going to want Evander Kane for his scoring ability. Um, I just I don't want him in this locker room. We're still in transition. We still got a lot of young guys. Uh, I I just don't like it. I've seen how quickly those sorts of things can blow up, you know. Why is Goldborn up at all? You know, I thought I knew why, but um, they're not using him the way I thought they were going to use him, so I don't have an explanation for you. I wish they would just make that a more effective roster spot. That said, I don't think um, – no, never mind. I Just bring up someone good. Bill, I'd take Shell Samuelson at his current age over Brandon Manning. I'd take anyone over Brandon Manning at this point. Three goals is plenty enough to win a game. So, again, where's the pro? Oh, you're still talking about this scoring. Yeah, I, I, I just don't want Evander Kane. If they were to go out and get a, um, a veteran forward who could score, I'd be fine uh, as long as it didn't cost too much. But I just feel like they could solve their depth issue with a guy named Oscar Lindblom. That's all. And even even if you just started using your players in more like just reunite Lear Lawton and Raffle and use them as the third line and get the fourth line in when you can, I, I think that would just really be a more effective way to do things. We've already seen that line be effective, and you're not getting any scoring out of uh, the third line anyway. So why not just have one that maybe doesn't score a ton but suppresses chances and spends a decent amount of time in the offensive zone? Not only is Latera on the PK, he gets power play minutes. Man got power play minutes. But Raffle and Sandheim can't. Yeah, it's a it's an absolute mystery. Uh, I loved also, there's like, I, they had the net empty, maybe a minute left, and Andrew McDonald's on the ice. What, what, what's the point? What's the point of having a sixth guy out there if, you're, if it's Andrew McDonald? Why? Would putting Gudis and McDonald make any difference as opposed to having Haig with him? Um, maybe. Uh, at least you'd have a left and a right and a couple of guys who are just a little more experienced. Maybe they'd be able to communicate better. Um, it would probably be an improvement. But then Haig, Haig Manning is a, is, a, is a terrible pairing. Can, he can Hexy trade Laterrible and Philpola for almost nothing just to be able to call up Lindblom and uh, Vec? Um, I, who would want them? You'd have to cover their salary. Uh, maybe Philpola to a team looking for, you know, just, oh, yeah, a veteran center. We can, like, maybe a um, – I don't think he can skate well enough to even play. And now they're bringing back Mike Fisher. I thought – the, uh, I thought the Predators might have been a good landing spot for Philpola, uh, but they're bringing back Mike Fisher, so I, I really don't think they have an opening. Uh, I don't think Philpola can honestly skate well enough to play with that team anymore. But um, uh, maybe I think you just kind of got to get through it. Um, Philpola's contract expires at the end of the year. He'll be gone. Um, you might be able to buy out Laterra. Otherwise, maybe they – Maybe they waive him and he spends a year in the AHL like uh, like Matt Reed is doing right now. Maybe that's Altera next year. I just don't see why anyone would want them at this point. They're clearly like the most ineffective players on a team that has no depth. How do you not trade Manning for Moran if Hack thinks you need 
a uh, Moran has to be much better option than. Oh, damn it! Everything. Damn it! I I hate when this jumps and I just lose the question. Uh, basically, the idea was Moran has to be better than Manning. I agree. He he just has to, right? Like he he was a first round pick. Uh, he, he's he's played hockey before. Uh, like he's got to be better, and he's just bigger. Like you you're seeing Manning, and he's supposed to be here for his grit and his toughness. Just getting muscled out of the way in front of the net tonight. Uh, you gotta believe that wouldn't happen to Moran. He's six foot seven, but Moran's been hurt three times this year, so it's just kind of hard to hard to go with a guy who can't keep himself in the lineup. I'm pretty sure is he playing right now? Like I think he got hurt again. Sanheim hasn't played one game close to as bad as Manning just played, but Hack won't hold his favorites accountable, and this is an issue we had last year with um uh. With the untouchables, just no matter what happened, they couldn't come out of the lineup. And, um, you know, other guys who made other mistakes were held accountable. It's the inconsistency that drives most people crazy. You updated your computer, true or false? I did. Yeah, I finally did today. The The update always pops up during this. Um, we need a backup goalie now. They definitely need something. Uh, it's just, they just can't. I think Hackstall, honestly, the way he's handled goaltenders has been maybe, uh, because we just haven't, uh, I think, I heard Charlie talk about it on uh, BSH Radio this week. Because we haven't had a goalie here who's really, like, we weren't developing a goalie. It was all guys who we didn't expect to be here much longer, like Mason and Neuvert. Uh, now now Brian Elliott and Neuvert, and they have Alex Lyon up. Because it's all guys who we just don't expect to be here, we don't pay attention. We don't put as much stock in the way he uses the goalies as we do his lineups. But, uh my God, he's just rode every goaltender he's had into the ground until they get injured, and then he has to rely on another guy who will have a couple bad games, and you can't rest him because you have uh, an inexperienced backup who probably isn't very good. It's 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 unbelievable that he's done this now for three seasons. Carter Hart and Felix Sandstrom in 2020. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. Not just Manning. The top six have to finish more. Drew and Konechny need to bury those shots. All right, they do, but they also scored all the goals, you know. You can't score. It's Three goals should be enough to win if your team isn't playing like shit behind you. Hexy's interview with JJ did not give me any confidence for the future of this team. I mean, you have to have confidence in the future of the team if, you, if you're looking at the players who are going to be here in the future. They're all good. They're all good. Will the Flyers make the playoffs? I still believe they will. That first goal against was soul-crushing, but the ref never waved off icing as far as I could tell. Just didn't blow the whistle. Um... I thought I saw somebody wave it off, uh, but I'm I'm not totally sure about it. Bill, how would you improve the bottom six in regards to, regards to call-ups slash shifting the lineup? I already answered that. This is I'm probably far behind, but um, I would if 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 it were up to me, uh, yeah, wave somebody uh, down to the AHL and bury them. Uh, I even think, honestly, if I'm looking at it. Um, like, <laughs> Vecchione, Lear, Reed would probably be my fourth line if I had a, if I had a say here. It would probably be Vecchione centering Lear and Reed, and, um, I would have Lawton centering Limblom and Raffle as my third line. That's, that would be my, uh, that would be my ideal situation there. The officials weren't good, Sam. Uh, we had one power play the whole game. The officials were horrible. The officials weren't good. They were very inconsistent. The only good thing about Goldborn being up is that connect, uh, Voracek, Konechny get more ice time while double-shifting for him. 
they haven't got as much ice, extra ice time as you'd think. I think it's really just resulted in other guys filling in for them then. I don't know if it's so much double shifting. If Oh, look, yeah, cool. Latera is up on line too. Great. Mike Vecchioni was practically begged to come here as a free agent. Just give him some ice time. I don't know about begged. He was signed. He was pitched. Uh, but, yeah, I would I would much rather see him be the 4C uh, than what they're trotting out there right now. Just because a lot because I want to see what the kid is. And I, I just think he has better legs. Like, Phil Blatt, I thought, was a good addition last year to a team um, that just had only one effective center. That was the problem last year. They had – well, okay, they had two. Couture, uh, Giroux and Couturier were both centers at the time. They had two effective centers, and they were just getting buried with their uh, their third and fourth lines. So they bring in Philpola, and all of a sudden the team can kind of sustain a little with, with three lines. And Philpola kind of steadied the shift. Uh, steadied the shift. They didn't make the playoffs, but I thought they were pretty good down the stretch last year with Philpola. Uh, this year, his legs are just gone he just can't he just can't keep up um the league gets faster every year and old guys get slower every year and uh phil Pilla just looks like he's toast hag had a, a tough game he did he was not good he was not good Can you get guys at pressers to actually ask Hack why Manning is playing? Uh, <laughs> I haven't been to a press conference in a while. I actually stopped going to them for Hack because he's just so damn boring and haven't been in the press box. Have I been once this season? Man, I was there like every day for three years. Um, I'm just I, – I got tired of it, honestly. I, I, I didn't see the benefit of being there. <laughs> but, yeah, I wish someone – it's just it, – Guys just got to write their pieces, and that's it. They're just asking questions, but it is maddening when you're just looking at it and going, what is Manning doing for you? Like, what are you seeing? If he could explain to me the actual thing that Manning is doing to help them win games, I would love to hear it. Laterra needs to be off the power play. Who do you think should take a spot? Raffle? Um, yeah, I mean I, – I, again, I think San. I would go honestly, probably with two defensemen, and one of them would be Sanheim. So it would be Provorov, Sanheim with uh, Patrick Wheel, Konechny is probably what I would do. Um, but they're just not willing to do any of that. They need, you know, they need to tear out there. I guess. Do they try to try to move Philpola at the deadline? Am I the only one who doesn't like Stonehands Raffle? Uh, I mean, Raffle's a Raffle's a good utility player. He's he's a good utility player. That's what he is. Nice third liner. Uh, if he's on your fourth line, you have a great fourth line. Um, do they try to move Philpola at the deadline? I hope so. I don't know what kind of market would be there for him. Um, teams are always looking for those depth centers. He's only got this year left on his contract, so it wouldn't kill the Flyers to cover like half of his salary for the rest of the year uh, just because he makes, what, five, 5.1, something like some silly number like that. Um, let's look it up. And the Flyers can incur like a $10 million cap hit at the deadline. Uh, yeah. 10.1 cap space at the deadline, so they could do it. What's Phil Blatt at? Five even, yeah. But at 33, and he just looks worse every night. I, I don't know what kind of market will be there for him. So if you cover two and a half, um, I wouldn't mind. I talked about this in a previous post game. I think. Like, if you can do the, the reverse of the deal that brought him here, but it's not for a defenseman who's done, like Mark Streit was just done, like he couldn't play anymore. If you could get a veteran, if they're not going to bring Sandheim up, if you were going to get a veteran defenseman to help you uh, just kind of steady the ship on the back end, just for this year, a guy on an expiring contract, um, I'd be I'd be all for that, even if you couldn't get anything else for Philpola, just kind of a, a swap of, you know, you're trash for my garbage, but we can get a, a veteran defenseman who can still play a little. Love to see Donique Martel again. Yeah, he was a nice spark. I liked watching him skate. Is it possible with the amount of shorthanded goals they have given up this year, they want defensively responsible players on the ice in the second power play? Uh, could that explain the trash players, Manning and Laterra? Uh, maybe that's part of the thought process, but 
I don't know how putting bad players on the ice is is a. I don't know how putting getting worse is a way to protect you from bad results. I I feel like good players make the most good plays, defensively, offensively, whatever. Does Lyons start next game? He very well could. Back to backs. Uh, he didn't look. Uh, he didn't look. He didn't look shook tonight. Uh, he got in there, stopped a couple shots. So um, he very well could. Neuvert's been bad. They're giving him that stomach bug. Uh, I, 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 hey man, I was sick for a couple days. If that's what he had, I would have no strength either. He, but he looked like he had what I had uh, tonight. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, Neuvert was just not good. So maybe Lyon could get the next start. I'd like to see it, honestly. Give the team a little spark. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta really come out firing with a, uh, with you know, basically your what amounts to your fourth string goalie in there, pretty much. Uh, so, um, yeah, I would like to see it. Why not? What happened to your wheel, Bill? You were a scratch on Monday's podcast. Uh, I oof, I was sick for a little while, man. I was uh, I if any patrons here, any patrons, any patrons. I don't. I is it Patreon? I still don't understand how you say it. Uh, any patrons here? I was talking about it. I missed. I was at a NXT on Saturday. Got ill. Missed the Rumble. Uh, couldn't go to SmackDown last night. This is the first day I'm actually feeling like uh, good again. Thanks for uh, is Moran healthy and playing again. I could again, but I can't even keep up with it anymore. It's every day with him. Regarding Manning and Moran, if Hack wants a certain type of player, Moran would be better option. That's I just thought like, yeah, that was something. Uh, I was convinced Moran was going to make this team because he just seems like something this coach would like, you know, like, oh yeah, just a stay at home defenseman who beats people up on the penalty kill. Perfect. I just thought that would be something he'd be interested in, but I guess not. Uh, do you try to move Simmons if the deal is good enough? Uh, they will not resign him anyway. I think they're going to resign him. I really, really do. And I've said all along, if you can get him in at under six million, I think you'd do it. Um, however, to me, it's about what it's going to cost to resign him versus what you can get for him. And if they blow you away with a deal, I think you have to do it. But it's really hard for me to trade Simmons, uh, especially with uh, another year at this cost-effective deal. Um, He's exactly what teams will be looking for if this team really falls out of it. But I, if you're in a, if you're in a playoff race, you can't trade away Wayne Simmons. That's it's not going to happen. The real problem is that Hextall thinks all the criticism seems to disappear after the Flyers win a game or two, but the little problems are still adding up every game. The biggest enemy of the Flyers is their coach and lineup usage. I, yeah, I mean it's. It's every night now we're looking at this stuff. And like I said, in the first period, you saw the good. You saw, oh, man, the Flyers do have this top-end skill. Man, the Flyers are straight up skating by. They are skating around the Washington Capitals, who are the number one seed in the East. Uh, and then late in the game, you see the holes. Okay, the Capitals are able to dictate the matchups a little. And Philpola, what was – Philpola, it seemed like he was a minus five tonight. I swear to God. Um, where, yeah, minus two for Philpola, wheel minus two. Uh, like, you look at Patrick and Simmons, I know plus minus isn't the greatest stat, but they're, they combined for plus four and, and three points. Like, it's very clear who the guy's killing you are, and especially in road games, it's going to get exploited. Can Joey Logano join BSH Radio? I would blow my brains out live on Facebook. <laughs> I never experienced, I can't believe that they let that go on for an entire period. Who was that guy? Why was he on the broadcast? Oh my God. Oh uh, yeah, you know what we need? A dude who doesn't know what's going on. 
oh, these line changes are like pit stops. Great, man. That's some fucking analysis right there. That's exactly what we need to get more eyes on the NHL. Uh, you know, hockey's kind of hard for me to understand, but when they brought in the idiot who didn't know what was going on either, it made so much more sense to me. Oh, my God. The Flyers are definitely better when Joey Logano was watching. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the Capitals could hear him speaking and just wanted to quit. Maybe that was, uh, maybe that was the, the magic of Joey Logano. There is every indication that they'll re-sign Simmons according to Elliot Friedman. Yeah, I believe that um, they're going to re-sign Wayne Simmons. And, hey, maybe he gets a hometown – he gives us a hometown discount, you know, and the contract isn't that uh, isn't that bad. But um, I can't believe after the hell that Hextall had to dig this team out of cap-wise that he'd be willing to enter, you know, an eight-year deal at $6 million a year. I just can't believe he'd be willing to do that. For anybody at this point. I mean, I'd give it to Ivan Provorov, but other than that, no. So do we just have to ride out this Weiss contract for the next few years? Um, yeah. Uh, because you, it's it's... It's not a big number, so if he's in the press box or if they get a, a good third line and a couple of more effective guys, maybe you can play fourth line minutes uh, and not kill you. But you got to get through Laterra, and you're still looking at a potential Andrew McDonald buyout at some point. Um, he's got this year and two more left. There's only so much you can do. I can't imagine why anyone would want Dale Weiss. Uh, if, if Dave Hackstall won't play you, like <laughs> – you must not be good. Uh, if they're playing Yuri Laterra and Tyrell Goldborn over you, it, it, it's a, it, it, you know, they're not going to be able to trade them. It's 2.35 mil. The number's not killing you. And if they figure out the rest of their contracts, they don't re-sign Philpola. They're able to just get through Laterra, and then they're able to figure out Andrew McDonald. The we steal isn't killing you, so... He's the least of our issues. He's not playing. That's all that matters about Dale Weiss is he's not playing. So he can't hurt you. Bill, what is your opinion on Major League Baseball having a player start at second base during extra innings? I think it's the most goddamn stupid shit they could possibly come up with. I think it would make more sense. Uh, you know what? We're just going to um, – third base is now first base in extra innings. We're just going to run the other way around the bases. I would rather them do that than this stupid shit. Got to love that Laterra is an all-situations player. Is he working extra hard in practice or something? Uh, Coach is fawning over players who work hard, even if those hardworking players are, in fact, atrocious. It's 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 an issue, man. I, they got killed tonight. But, again, he's he's – I don't think he's the biggest problem. I think, like, using Philpola still uh, instead of Lawton is a much bigger issue than Laterra, uh, to me, at least. Using this this Gudis-Manning uh, pairing is, is a bigger issue to me than Laterra. Uh, Laterra on the power play is just stupid as hell. Um, I think that's stupid. But as a fourth-line penalty killer, um, if he had better players around him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. Since he's with other ineffective guys, I think it really highlights him. But uh, nobody has 12 All-Stars. I just think there are bigger issues. I think you'd be able to work around Laterra if you better managed other situations. How can Vecchioni be worse than Philpola? Play the youth. I fully agree. Craig Button just had a video hit on TSN saying the Flyers need a center. Button is smart. They do. Um, they need someone to even out this. Uh, and I really believe you could use Lawton as your th – if they were to just switch Lawton and Philpola, like I've been saying for weeks, you'd be better off. If Vecchioni just replaced Philpola, I think you'd have four lines that could skate 
and being able to skate is better than not being able to skate. But that's just me. I hate the Flyers have to make a desperate trade because they usually equals disappointment. They're not going to make a desperate trade. Hackstall, Hextall, I mean, has not done anything to show he's going to make a desperation trade. Philpola for a bag of trucks. <laughs> Philpola for a bag of pucks. Maybe a seventh addition by subtraction. Yeah, if they were to... It, it, if they were able to get anything for Philpola, it would be magic. Um, he's on an expiring contract. He makes too much money. He's not going to get re-signed. I, Charlie O'Connor is horrified that he believes they're going to re-sign Philpola. Um, I just don't see it. I just don't see how they possibly could with the uh, with all the depth they have in Lehigh Valley. Um, and with this promotion of uh, with this promotion of Nolan Patrick and seeing that Lawton is better than Philpola, um, I just don't see how they can possibly keep him around. This team is not there yet. They don't have depth up front yet. Might make playoffs, but one round and that is it. You see a big difference. When they play better teams, I mean, they've beaten a lot of really good teams too. I mean, this is the first time they've lost to the Capitals, who are the they're they're two and they're two and one against the Caps. I mean, they've beaten the Leafs a couple of times. They've beat the Blues a couple of times. They have some wins over quality teams this season. Um, no one is a perfect team. That's uh, that's obvious. I think this team could greatly improve itself. Um, Simply internally, I think with what they have internally, they could make themselves a better team. If the Eagles win, can you refer to Nick Foles as daddy for the rest of existence on uh, Broad Street Hockey? No, I won't do that. They said you messed up your leg. Did they really? I missed like the first four minutes of the broadcast. Uh, they said I messed up my leg. That's funny. No, I was, um, I, I had a lower body injury, but it was, uh, you know, couldn't leave bathroom. Moran is out injured again. Okay, yeah, I thought he just had another. I thought I read he just went down again. Um, dude's got a lot of work in order to prove to the organization that he's ready for regular NHL playing time. He does. Uh, Hextall has spoken recently. Uh, I read it's he's like, yeah, the kid's just got terrible, terrible friggin' luck. Like, I don't think they think of this as a um, – like, to me, Phil Myers is a uh, much bigger injury risk because he's been hurt. Uh, he's missed substantial number of games in multiple seasons. I feel like this is just one of those bad luck years for um, one of those bad luck years for Moran. Um, he hasn't really dealt with this before. I think he he rushed back the first time and just kind of retweaked it, and now it's a whole whole thing. Now he's out for a third time, and uh, I I don't think it's as big of an issue as a Myers who has. Had concussions and had other issues. I think he's gonna uh, prove a little bit more that he can be healthy uh, before he can be relied on. Um, I think it's more on ice that they're worried about uh, Moran and if he's ready for this really fast league uh, up here. But I want to see him up as soon as possible. It's ridiculous you're playing Brandon Manning over over a guy like Moran over a guy like Sanheim. I don't care what the circumstances are. It's ridiculous at this point. Bill, you going to Vegas? I am going to Vegas. Uh, we leave Friday the – I don't even know. I don't even know today's date. Oh, the 21st? That's fun. Uh, I actually have a calendar right over here. I don't know why I had to open my date and calendar here. Flyers calendar, February. Uh, we leave Friday the 9th. Um, we'll be in Vegas that night, like 8 p.m. Vegas time. Um, Friday the 9th. Saturday is the watch party. Flyers are in Arizona that night. We're hosting a uh, 
hosting a watch party for everyone to come and check that out. And then Sunday's the game, big night. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun out there. Vegas crowd is a lot of fun. I've, I've been watching a lot of their games on TV. Really just can't wait to head up, hit up Vegas. And it'll be the week of the parade. Like, how fun is that? We're going to be going to a Super Bowl parade a couple days later. We're going to be getting on a plane going to Vegas. Everybody, there's like a thousand people uh, just in our group of fans that are going. It is going to be so much goddamn fun. Uh, everyone who's going, I cannot wait to see you out there. Um, drinks are on Steph. Hit up Steph. Takeover was amazing. Gargano, CN, match of the year. Yeah, I had to like leave uh, for the um, for the main event, Brian. And then I just watched it last night, uh, the, that final match, and I that might that was that probably would have been the best match I ever saw live. And of course, you know, I was throwing up in a bathroom, so I missed it, and then had to walk home. That was fun. I pray we re-sign re Simmons. I do not believe anything has to offer us that's even worth it. Wayne Train is one of a kind in the league. Yeah, that's um, – teams do desperate stuff around the deadline when they're looking to add um, – to make a cup run. So if you have a team that really wants this guy uh, who's legitimately in it, they would be willing maybe to part with a more NHL-ready prospect. I'm not interested in picks. Uh, if they have a 19, 20, 21-year-old kid um, ready to go who could maybe join this lineup, uh, even just for next season, if not right away, uh, plus some other stuff, uh, I'd be willing to hear that out. Um, plus, you get Simmons for an extra year. So if you're one of those teams with an open window, you'd be, uh, you'd be adding Simmons for this year and next season. Um, at a low cap hit. So he's great value. You could get a lot for him. It just depends on what they're, what they'd have to resign him for. That's all. Um, to me, I think it's a no-brainer. If it's a contract that makes sense, you keep him. But sometimes you got to make business decisions. Simmons on a four-year, $24 million or so deal was workable. It's not ideal, but they obviously love him, and for good reason, can't go longer than that. Yeah, I just think he would get uh, – it would be hard not to – if you're his agent, you know he can get at least five years on the open market, probably more. All right, let's just scroll down, catch up a little. Uh, I would be in Vegas, but I live in AZ and going to the game the night before. Hopefully next season we'll be back-to-back -back on the weekend. Yeah, hope, hopefully, man. Uh, who's going to post bail in Vegas? Yeah, don't get caught, bro. Run. Always run. <laughs> when the situation is hairy, run. Hold on to Simmons until next year. If they aren't contention, trade him at the deadline and resign him after the season as UFA. Wouldn't hate it, man. Wouldn't hate it. Uh, need to start a GoFundMe for bail. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. All right. We have anything else, guys? Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, I'm flying back home for the Super Bowl and flying to Vegas for the Flyers. Excited, but also paranoid I'll get the flu or something. Um, Where are they? Load up on the emergency. Uh, where's the camera? There we go. Load up on the emergency. I am so bad with mirror images. I never, I, I can't, like, this is not the way I part my head. Like, I, I, I'm so bad with mirror image. It throws me off so bad. But yeah, load up on the emergency. Load, load up on the airborne. Make sure you're plenty hydrated. Uh, Pedialyte. Down that stuff. Just get it in you because you know you're going to be doing some heavy-duty partying. Uh, Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Flyers are in Vegas. You're going to be on a plane. Your body's going to be depleted. You need to fill it with fluids and fill it with vitamins. That's what you got to do. Not my first rodeo. Uh, percentage chance the Pats cheat. I hope the I hope the Eagles cheat better. 
Do you think Morgan Frost has a good chance to be a flyer next year? I do. Uh, he is killing it. He is having a um, just a magical season. Like I said earlier, I think he last I saw, which was I don't think the game was over yet. He had a goal and two assists tonight. Um, I, I would love to see him. Hopefully, he fills out a bit. He um, he definitely needs to bulk up a little, but. Uh, when people tell me that, I always, you know, I, I always say, just skate by the bigger guy. Like you saw Konechny tonight abuse Orpic on molt. He just, he just, he looked like, uh, he looked like Hal Gill. He made Brooks Orpic look like Hal Gill. Uh, that's 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 what Konechny was doing with his speed tonight. Uh, I, I would love to see Morgan Frost here next year. And honestly, it would solve a lot of problems for this team. <laughs> uh, you talk about, you just talk about a dynamic kid. Maybe he wouldn't uh, jump on right away, but you look at, uh, you look at Nolan Patrick, and we're in the second half. And just like I said, this team poised for a uh, poised for a big second half because some of the young guys are ready to break out. Of course, I believed that Travis Sanheim would be one of those guys breaking out in the second half of the season. Uh, however. I was clearly mistaken because it turns out that Brandon Manning is a better option, I suppose. Uh, yeah, who knows? Beer's fluid. It is. Uh, go, go, uh, yeah, go with the beer, I guess. MGM has a hydration clinic, about 100 for an IV. Keep that in your back pocket. Um, hmm. good to know. That's, uh, when I was, when I was sick over the week, uh, over the weekend, my buddies were like, man, at least it's not next weekend. I said, listen, <laughs> if I was sick next week, you are going to wheel me in it on a gurney with an IV in my arm down to Broad Street and just push me, just push me down the street. With a bottle of champagne and some mortars, I'd be laying there in bed setting off fireworks on Broad Street when the Eagles win this Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a good time. But will Hack play Frost? Uh, he he plays Nolan Patrick. He plays Travis Konechny. He plays Robert Haig. Plays Ivan Provorov. I don't see why he wouldn't. There, there's a little bit of an overstatement on Hack not playing the young guys. He makes some mistakes, but he does play some young guys. Produce for him. Just produce for him. Um, but the Sandheim stuff is absolutely asinine. I don't know how many times I can say it. Sandheim can't eat a knuckle sandwich like Manning. Yeah, I said this on Twitter tonight. For a guy who's had, um, he had like a 200 and, I, I can't even remember the numbers, but it's something like ridiculous. His, uh, he had like a 230 penalty. Let's see if it's here on Cap Friendly's AHL penalty minute number. Yeah, he had with the fan in the in his AHL career uh, in 2011-12 in 46 games he had 81 penalty minutes in 2012-13 in 65 games he had 135 penalty minutes in 2013-14 in 73 games he had 231 penalty minutes in 2014-15 in 60 games he had 150 penalty minutes. So 81, 135, 231, and 150 in four seasons in the AHL, I would have thought he would be a better fighter. Why isn't he better at this? What are your redeeming qualities, Brandon Manning? Be better at fighting at least. Jesus, he gets beaten up every time. It's not like he's out there fighting Tindomi. Will Lions start Saturday if he wins tomorrow? I'd be really surprised. Uh, and I think Elliot isn't that far away. They made his uh, IR trip, uh, his IR uh, designation. Um, what's what when they back? God damn it. I can't think of words now. Retroactive uh, to a couple games ago. So, uh, I think he's eligible to come off pretty soon. Uh, I, I don't think they're that worried about Brian Elliott, and I really, really would doubt Alex Lyon gets two starts, let alone one. Have they even said that Lyon is starting tomorrow? Um, he may. But would it surprise you if they just could roll out Neuvert again? Wouldn't surprise me at all.
<laughs> you want to know how I know Manning and AMAC are terrible? I don't mind when they take penalties because that gets them off the ice. Uh, I felt that Manning just wanted to get the hell out of there tonight. That's why he got in that fight. He was getting his head kicked in so badly. He was like, I, I, j- the coach keeps making me play, and I can't. Uh, I, I think he purposely took himself off the ice tonight. He's like, I'll get in a fight, and then I have to sit for five minutes. There are ten minutes left in the game. Uh, maybe I can just get a break because it's, it's not working out for me tonight. All right, guys, that is all the time I've got for you tonight. Uh, it's quarter to midnight at 2 a.m. Uh, I will be on the WIP Sports Radio Big Daddy Graham show. Uh, I'll be on from 2 to 5.30. I'm on all night with Big Daddy Graham, as I am every Wednesday night and Thursday morning. So uh, be sure to check that out if you uh, you want to hear more of my voice after almost an hour tonight. Uh, so that's where I will be. And we have Vegas next week. And, of course, go Birds! I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly.